It's time for Wolverines Weekly. We sit down and recap the latest in WDC athletics. Let's hustle to it. Hello, everyone. Happy Saturday, and welcome back to Wolverines Weekly. I'm CJ Baumgartner. Well, it's another busy week in the spring sports season as we only have just a few weeks left until playoffs, and we're chatting with all the coaches on how they feel their seasons are going. We're talking with the golf teams after the break on Wolverines Weekly. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we are talking with Wadena Deer Creek head girls golf coach Kevin Ross. And, Coach, just talk about how uh, the past week has been for your team. Um, it's uh, Monday we were supposed to have a, <coughs> a meet in, up at uh, Managa, and that one got canceled due to weather predictions and probably a good idea. Um, and then Tuesday we were over at the new course in Brainerd on East Gull Lake at the Gravel Pit, which was an extreme 13-hole par 3. They're all par 3, so the girls had a good time there. And we were seventh out of ninth there, and and then, uh, but girls got to work on a lot of different clubs because it's 60 yards to the longest one is like 190. So, yeah, and you kind of touched on it a little bit there. You said an extreme course out there in Brainerd. Just for people who kind of don't know what that means, just to explain a little bit about that. Um, they actually made it out of a gravel pit, so you know they basically built 13 holes around um you know there's ponds and there's big rock ledges and you know the shortest hole like i said i think was 60 yards but it's also got about a 30 foot elevation climb to the green so it uh i kind of built it out just out of a gravel pit so it's huge greens and and i i think it's once it's all ready it's not quite open till tomorrow but it's going to be it's going to be kind of fun for you know real good players or average players that just want to have a good good time. And you kind of mentioned a little bit earlier about uh, some of the things that your girls did during uh, their performance, but just talk about kind of what makes that course, you mentioned kind of what makes it different, but what makes it challenging from a, a perspective of actually trying to golf it? Um, well, for our girls, it was kind of, you know, more a learning what club goes how far. So, you know, it's, as your first year in golf, that's kind of one of the things that, well, let's see, I'm 120 out now. What club do I hit? So, and you know, they had to they had to work on some side hill lies and and downhill lies, and you know, they were almost a couple of them were almost like billy goats trying to get to their ball. So, it, uh, it's I mean, they every every club in their bag except for maybe their driver was used. So, it was, yeah. it was fun, and and, and the way it was set up because it wasn't, it couldn't be sanctioned as a, you know, official high school meet because it's only 13 holes. Our three Wadena girls in one group and the other three Wadena girls in another group. And so then I got to walk between both groups and kind of point out different things. And how uh, important is that for, for you as a coach? I mean, you know, we've talked about all season. It's a young team. A lot of these girls trying to develop their skills in golf. How important is it to get them out on the course, get them all golfing, and then, like you said, being able to kind of go back and forth yeah, in between them? Right. Yeah, it's uh, – I mean, I, I know it was – it. you know, there's always some nerves involved, you know, when you're at different meets. But when they found out uh, they got to play with their, their teammates, they – Kind of the smiles came out, and then that, and 
you know, then they also, you know, the only really pressure there was was on the first tee, and there's it's a probably a 60 foot elevation drop down to the green, and you're you're up high, and then there's probably 25, 30 people, coaches, and you know, other other golfers watching you tee off. So that was <laughs> that gets a little nerve wracking, but they handled it well. And, you know, uh, getting through this season here, and, and again, a, y- a young team, a bunch of uh, girls who are just learning how to play the sport of golf, and, and just talk about some of the things you've seen from them that you've really liked in their development so far this season. Um, I, I really like their attitude. So, I mean, they, they want to come to practice. A majority of them want to, you know, hit balls every day. We do a lot, a lot of short game things right now you know because if they pretty much all of them can consistently hit it some further than others but you know from 40 yards in that's you know if you can get on the green in one or two putts you're saving yourself you know probably five strokes because you know that's that's the one of the hardest shots and that's you know that's what we're practicing right now you know we'll practice for 45 minutes on the short game, then go to the range for the rest of the time. So, We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head girls golf coach Kevin Ross. Coach, thanks for taking the time to join on the program. And hopefully, you know, this weather, first it was snowing, now it's raining. Hopefully you guys will be able to uh, uh, keep yep, consistently we'll, getting out on the course. We'll keep trying. It's always fun to get to check on how a team is developing, especially when they have a lot of young players, and it's really fun to get to see that jump from the beginning of the season towards the end, and a great experience for them to get to go out to a brand-new golf course, essentially, and get to uh, be one of the first ones to go out there and just kind of have fun and experiment with a little bit different kind of course. It's really cool. So now let's turn our attention, and we're going to check in on the boys' golf team. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we are talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys golf coach Scott Woods. And, Coach, just talk about how the last week has been for your program. It's been good. You know, we've finally gotten into a flow, I think, a little bit more and haven't uh, really dealt with weather until today, I guess. But um, it's been good. We've, we've kind of gotten back to a little bit more routine, getting more practice in. Uh, we've been getting kids to JV meets. Uh, besides getting to varsity meets, so that really helps getting kids more experience. And you mentioned getting into that groove and being able just to get the reps and start to develop. What have you kind of seen as the biggest uh, jumping point from uh, your team compared to even just a couple weeks ago? Yeah, I, th- I just think that's that's probably the biggest thing of all. I mean, it, it's number one, it's one of those sports where you can practice as a team, but again, it's it's really individual skills you're working on you're not doing team concepts passing and shooting and things you do in a basketball or hockey or a football or whatever sport it might be um, but just having the group together and then what's nice with weather improving is that it's it's also one of those sports where I tell kids all the time we're going to go till five o'clock roughly it's up to you what you want to do beyond that when we've gotten bad weather and a late start you could be out here till dark you know it's kind of what your schedule allows and you know so we, we get a nice chunk of time to work with them and help them um, but then it's it's really on them if they want to go beyond you know again with it being much more of an individual sport so I think that's been our biggest thing as kids are starting to play a little better as they've gotten more time to put in and whether it's getting some instruction from us or just getting out and putting in the hours and, and playing and you know, we had some kids even, you know, last night, for example, that were out there until the rain started. You know, you could tell rain was coming in, but 
you know, they fit in every minute they could. And, and that's, what's good to see. We've seen lots of kids out there on the weekends. And so it's just a little bit different sport that way where, where kids have to kind of put in what they want to get out of it. And what's some areas you've uh, seen your team grow in over the last couple of weeks? Well, I think some of it is just kids are getting a little better, um, a little more consistent where we don't always see that. And golf's one of those games where we would just call it short game. So basically from a hundred yards and in, that's where kids' scores really start to improve. So we've had some guys do that, um, you know, kind of going down without going down our whole list. You know, Cole Woods has been our first golfer, and, and he's played pretty steady, pretty consistent. His game's gotten sharper as it's gone. Isaac Christensen has played two for us, and he's that's probably been his biggest strength. I know he'd like his scores to get a little bit lower, but he's been steady, very consistent week in and week out. Um, Jager Pettit has really improved. He's one of our kids that came out. Um, this was his first year of golf. And his scores just each week have gotten better. And a lot of that is, again, practicing and playing more, but short game stuff getting better, getting better with wedges, putters, things like that. Um, you know, that's been really nice to see. And it's just been fun. We've, we've um, you know, having a lot of those new guys has really helped. Philip Ross came out this year, and he, he's another one that's been playing varsity for us. Machetou um, Lohr is one that came out last year. Cole Berglund and Aiden Allred also came out last year. And, and they've improved too. You know, it's even if the scores don't show it each week, golf's unique that way. You can you can play pretty good, but if weather conditions are tough, it doesn't show. Whereas in a a baseball game or a track meet or something else in the spring could be a little bit, you know, unique with where golf just has a number and people might see that number and think, Oh, they must not have played well, but not necessarily. Conditions might have been tough. So um you know, again, all in all, it's just been good to see a lot of those kids doing that. And then we've got a lot of younger guys, too, that uh, are going to those JV meets and showing nice improvement. And, you know, that's fun to see. I know, like uh, Bradley Moats, for example, has been doing JV, and his last couple scores have been really good. And that, that pushes guys in front of him for varsity to get that opportunity to to want to fit into a spot. And you've mentioned, you know, the young guys and, and trying to kind of get that program built up a little bit. And how encouraging has it been to not only get those numbers, but to see them start to improve? And like you said, pushing each other as a team. Well, it's fantastic. You know, I, I, it's great. I think that's part of it is to push each other and then just getting them to places. We were really fortunate to be able to get another coach this year that helped with boys and girls both. So Ryan Elfring is one of our elementary teachers who's uh, got golf background and having him has been a big plus. I mean, it's, it's really been nice. We can split up and do different things. We had a busy week this week with having to figure out even vehicles with having the girls going one place, uh, the boys varsity, another place, and then JV junior high stuff going another. So that's, that's been a big plus just numbers alone, having another coach, having more opportunities for the kids is it makes it more fun for them. You know, in past years when our numbers were a little low, it was hard to be able to take kids to those extra things and, and you can see, I've seen that in other sports where if you can have that JV junior high program, kids are just going to be more excited and develop and, and get those opportunities. Whereas, you know, like varsity now, our scores haven't been great, but there again, five of our six guys have a year or two of experience instead of four or five where our number one guy has been playing since seventh grade. So um, it, it's nice. Hopefully we can keep numbers and keep getting them to places and, and keep them excited about golf. And, you know, you kind of talked about the uniqueness of golf and the sport. And it's one of those where, you know, you can do certain things to practice and do certain things to get better at your form and different parts of the game. But, you know, ultimately, like, you, you just have to get out on the course and golf. So how important has that been the last couple of weeks just to see everybody out well, on the course? Exactly. That's where it's 
Yeah, that's where it's really critical. And that's, that's again, the uniqueness of that sport where we would tell guys, we're not going to come every day and stand on the range until five o'clock. You know, it's a thing kind of like, you know, for me as a hockey coach in the winter, we're going to work on certain skills, but we're also going to do small game type things where they're much like the real game. Um, and then of course you go and have games during the winter where in golf, it's that same type of thing. We can't just do that. We've got to work on chipping on putting and hitting on the range. But a lot of times I would tell the guys, we're going to do one of them for half hour to 45 minutes. Then you'll switch maybe and go to the range from the practice screen. And then if you need to leave by let's say five o'clock, then we're going to stay and keep practicing. But if you're one that's going to stay, let's get you out on the course. You just need to have that playing experience. You can't create all the shots just on the, on the putting green alone. So for a lot of those guys, that is part of our routine is to go practice for a while. And if you're one that's going to stay later, you know, you've got a ride or a drive home, stay past five o'clock and get out on the course and just play as much as you can. And, and on weekends, just go out there and play and have fun, you know, but they can, you know, I, I tell them to not even always focus on your score. Don't even keep score sometimes, but just get out and play holes, hit different shots, uh, things that might come up. When you're at a meet, sometimes you're stuck down in a divot and you're not sure how to hit it. You've got to do that stuff at practice um, so you're ready for it when a meet comes. So definitely being able to get on the course has made a big difference for our kids. Talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys golf coach Scott Woods. And, Coach, great to hear from your program and how things have been coming along, and we'll talk to you again next week. Great. Again, we always appreciate the coverage. Thanks again. You heard both Coach Woods and Coach Ross for the girls' golf team as well. Just getting experience, getting out onto the course, getting to play. I know the weather didn't exactly cooperate towards the end of the week, but they still have gotten out and gotten reps, and it's been really cool to see and really awesome to hear the coaches talk about their players develop as the season's gone on. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we will talk with Wolverine head softball coach Tracy Jack as well as head baseball coach Kyle Dykoff after the break on Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Welcome back to Wolverines Weekly, and we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head softball coach Tracy Jack. And, Coach, just talk about how the last week has been for your team. Uh, we've had a pretty pretty good last week. Uh, lots of games in just short amount of days. So the girls are tired, but they've been able to rise to the occasion um, and still play some good ball. Last Friday, we got a huge section win against Purim. Um, we were ahead in the game, uh, six to four. And in the sixth inning, Perm came back and scored two and tied it up. And we had um, a big defensive inning in the bottom of the seventh where we were able to strand two of their base runners and then jumped out into extra innings and scored five runs in the top of the eighth. And we came away with an 11-8 to win last Friday. So that was a really great way to end the week for our girls and to get a big section win on top of it um, is huge for us. And then we faced off against Bertha Hewitt-Verndale on Tuesday for a doubleheader. Um, they're a very competitive conference team uh, this year, and we were able to split with them. So very nice to, to walk away with one of the wins there in the conference. 
Yeah, and you know, going back to the Purim game, uh, you mentioned had the lead. Uh, you know, Purim was able to score a couple runs, tie it up, and then get a couple base runners in the bottom of the seventh. You guys are able to strand them and then come away and come out on top. And you you mentioned this year just kind of wanting to see that resilience and that mental ability to be able to just play and uh, keep going no matter what happens. And uh, did you, I guess, just talk about how great it was to kind of see them respond in the way they did and come out with a big win. It, it was awesome. I'm super proud of the girls. Um, after a long week, uh, lots of games, everyone was tired. You could see it on both sides of the field, Purim and our girls. They were just tired. Lots of games, um, kind of dealing with a lot of soreness from all the games. And uh, in the seventh inning, we kind of had a little pep talk, um, kind of said, girls, we're here. We're here to play ball let's leave with a win. And um, they kind of got fired up with that and kind of like if we needed to ground them and, and make them realize like, yep, we are here to play ball. Let's at, let's at least come out on top um, instead of just going through the motions, even though we're tired and, and sore. So I was pretty, pretty impressed with our, our girls in that regard. And you mentioned getting a big conference split with Bertha Hewitt Verndale as well. Uh, just talk about what you liked in that uh, doubleheader. Talk about what uh, you thought you uh, liked from your team. Yeah, so the first game, um, we just had one or two tough defensive innings where an error kind of let Bertha Hewitt Verndale go on a roll that they were able to score five, six runs in an inning. Um, but even with those defensive errors in the first game our girls up and down the order are hitting the ball like crazy um I was talking talking to them after the game and said I've never coached this season where I could put every girl in any spot of the order and we'd have success and we're seeing that um all girls are getting on base girls are coming up with big hits um from the top to the bottom of the lineup and coming around and scoring. Uh, I do want to highlight in that first game our um, shortstop, Jada Dykoff. She's been doing some pitching shortstop. Um, eighth grader, her first varsity season. She hit her first home run in the second inning. It was a three-run home run, and then came back in the sixth inning and hit another solo home run. So that was a pretty exciting game for Jada um in her her uh with her first career varsity home runs and then a two home run game on top of that so that was pretty exciting for all the girls but especially Jada there yeah, and you know that's the fun moments, right? Especially for coaches to get to be able to see these girls come up and and perform in these spots, and just talk about what the feeling was like as that ball goes over the fence, and just talk about what she was doing around in the bases, what her teammates are doing. What was it like? Oh, the second that bat hit the ball, it was a no doubter. Uh, we we knew that ball was out um, for both home runs, and you could just hear the dugout go mad right away uh jada biggest smile on her face uh tries tries to stay um kind of to not show the confidence that she's rounding the bases but you can't help but have a big old smile on your face to help your team put some runs on the board and then be uh be hitting home runs while doing it so it was awesome 
and you guys have a good amount of uh, you have some veterans on your team, some upperclassmen that help out. But you know you do have some young players like Dykoff and, and like Karsten who have uh, given you guys some uh, meaningful, uh, giving you guys some meaningful time this season. How how nice is it to have that mix of upperclassmen, but then also some nice young players who can kind of help uh, uh, put the program towards the future. It, it's such a good balance for us this season. Um, our older girls definitely show that composure on the field for the younger girls, but we're starting to see it uh, really blend together where if you didn't know the, the ages of our players, I think that it would be very surprising to a spectator to see that we have four starters that are eighth graders and freshmen um, because they really do blend together and, have composure on the field and just being able to to make um, solid defensive plays and then come up to the base like a or come up to the plate like a veteran and and hit the snot out of the ball, which is what we're doing as a whole. So um, we at the beginning of the season we kind of talked about how we were a young team in that regard but how we step out onto the field and are showing up to play uh, this second half of the season, uh, it, it wouldn't be recognizable if a person didn't know it. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head softball coach Tracy Jack. Coach, thanks for taking the time to stop in and talk on the program. Always great to get an update from you, and we'll do it again next week. Sounds great. Thanks so much, CJ. How cool is that for an 8th grader in Jada Dykoff to not only get her first career home run in a game, a big three-run home run, but to also get to double down and hit another home run in the game. First career home run, first career multi-home run game. That's that's awesome. It's great to see and hopefully a lot more coming from her. All right, let's check on how the baseball team is doing. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we are talking with Wadena Deer Creek head baseball coach Kyle Dykoff. And coach, just talk a little bit about uh, how things have been going for your team. Uh, we had an up and down week last week. Uh, we started out with uh, three good wins, um, and, and then ran into a couple good baseball teams on Saturday in Deer Creek with Watertown and Perm. Um, a lot of errors. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't play our best baseball. Uh, it was really w- windy uh, conditions, so that played a little bit of a factor. But uh, we come back on Monday and and had a all defense practice in the gym uh, with some wet weather that day and and we we zoned it in and the guys bounced back with with a good 10-0 shutout of BHV on Tuesday. Yeah, and and you mentioned that Saturday and getting to play two ranked opponents in your class and and obviously it's kind of a you know a measuring stick to see where you guys stack up. What it, you know I, I know you said defense. Is there any other areas where you saw those two games and you kind of thought, all right, we feel you know kind of what areas we feel confident in? What areas do you maybe feel like uh, you just need to improve a little bit on in the next couple of weeks? Well, I, I really feel like the first game against Watertown. Uh, was just one of those games, you know, where, where things just uh, balls found holes um, and balls didn't stick in the glove, you know, and I think it was just a matter of um, that's the first time we've really been on our heels uh, on the season where where we haven't been, uh, you know, ahead or, or right there in a game. So uh, a little bit of an adjustment, and I thought we bounced back, played a little bit better in the second game against Perm, and 
Uh, with Perm, it was uh, just some timely hitting on, on and credit to their their cleanup hitter. There, Solberg uh, was able to barrel up a couple and, and have six of their seven RBIs. So, uh, good kid. Uh, he had a great day, and, and unfortunately for us, um, we were on the other end of it. But uh, I, I still feel pretty good about um, uh, where we're at uh, going forward. Yeah, and and again, it's a, a measuring stick kind of game. And you said, uh, you know, you said it kind of on their heels a little bit, and just a different environment, and especially going up against great teams. Uh, as a coach, is that kind of nice, just to you know, to play those teams and know that at least when you get into playoff time and you maybe run into some of those games, your team has at least been in some of these different positions before. Yeah, we need those games against those top tier teams because. Uh, I believe that Section 6 AA is the best section in AA uh, for baseball. So we're going to see those teams, those type of teams, basically every game in section playoffs. So uh, we need that experience so that um, we don't have that bad day uh, when it comes to playoff time. So uh, it was good, and, and I think we'll bounce back. And moving forward to your game uh, earlier this week against Bertha Hewitt-Verndale, uh, we had that game over on the Superstation, and, and you guys had a great performance in that one. Tyson Bartle with uh, six shutout innings. What would you like from him? Yeah, he come in and, and threw strikes. Uh, I know in a few of his other outings he had a few walks, and, and, and he just seemed dialed in, especially after the first inning. He really settled in, was able to – to locate multiple pitches, his breaking ball was working, and and anytime you throw strikes and let your defense work for you, good things are going to happen. And, and it was really nice to start the week off with a shutout like that and give us six innings to, to allow us to to have our pitching available here with two games tomorrow versus Southridge and New York Mills. And you also mentioned the defense was something you wanted to see uh, improved upon over the weekend. Uh, I know outside of maybe a tough play on the lip for Rondesvet, you guys played a pretty clean game defensively. How'd you like that? Yeah, that's what we needed, and that's what we emphasized in practice on Monday. That uh, we did a drill, you know, called twenty-one outs, where uh, we make twenty-one straight plays uh, or outs without an error, and in the kids really dialed it in for that drill and. And uh, we had 21 outs to get against BHV, and and with just one air that was kind of a, a weird hop off the lip. I was very happy to see the kids um, hunker down and and get to business with defense, and and they made a couple great plays. I know our outfield uh, did a good job tracking balls, and and we made the plays that should be made. And you also got some. Uh, obviously, you put up ten runs. Got some big hits. Uh, you know, the, some of the guys in the middle of your order in Josh Dykoff and Peyton Rondesvet. They had great games at the plate. What'd you like from them? Yeah. Uh, well, there are captains, there are leaders, and um, they know that um, they're they're leaned on heavily in the middle of that lineup to to drive in runs and. And um, yeah, we we we've grown to expect it from them, uh, but uh, it was good to see them drive the ball for extra bases. You know, with Peyton's home run and and obviously with Josh getting a few extra base hits, it was it was really good to see. And and we need that um, to to really lead our offense. 
And, you know, obviously the end of this week gets a little uh, wonky just with weather and and uh, trying to figure out all that, you know, taking maybe a couple games or kicking them a little bit down the road. For you guys playing a lot of baseball in the last week and a half to two weeks, you know, obviously you don't want a game to get canceled because you got to make a lot of these up anyhow. But just to get a few days rest and let you guys let your arms uh, settle and let uh, your players just kind of maybe take a day off. Is that nice as well? Or do you kind of want to keep chomping at the bit? Well, we are. We have decided to take today off uh, from practice. The game was canceled. Uh, there's chance of severe weather, so and the guys played last Saturday, so really they've only had a day off, one day off in the last ten. You know, so you need that for your body. I know um, a few guys with sore arms, and, and Josh also uh, tweaked his knee going into third. Um, so some guys need some rest. Um, we're, we're hoping for good news. Josh is actually uh, at the doctor right now. So we're hoping uh, that uh, it's just something that uh, he can ice and, and be back um, hopefully by next week for us. Um, so, yeah, yeah, the, the rest is good and, and needed, especially coming off you know, last week's five games and then and a game early this week. Last question for you here, Coach. Heading into the last couple weeks of the regular season, what's the one thing you want to see out of your team in the final couple weeks? Well, we need some of the guys in the bottom of our lineup to to step up and and hit for a higher average. Uh, If we want to uh, be where we want to be heading into playoffs, we need a tough lineup one through nine. And and right now it's been hit or miss um, five through nine. Um, the top guys in our lineup that you mentioned earlier have been pretty consistent, and and we've been getting some hits at the bottom of the lineup, but not on a consistent basis. And if we can get them guys to step up, um, we're going to be extremely tough to beat down the stretch. Talking with Wadena Deer Creek head baseball coach Kyle Dykoff. Coach, thanks for taking the time to join in. Update us on how your team's been over the last week, and we'll do it again next week. Thanks, DJ. And it's an important thing that Coach Dykoff was talking about there. You know, you want to get your guys as many plate appearances and at-bats and innings, and you want to make sure everybody gets ready for the season, you get as much experience, and make sure everybody can play as you can. But also, I mean, it's been a lot of games and a lot of days trying to catch up from the late start due to weather, and, you know, it just a few days help out a lot for them. All right, well, we are going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk to Adina Deer Creek head track and field coach Mark Reynolds as he recaps his team's performance in true team meet earlier this week, as well as previewing the Park Region Conference meet that they'll be hosting in Wadena. That's coming up after the break on Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Welcome back into Wolverines Weekly, and we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head track and field coach Mark Reynolds. And coach, just talk about how the last week or so has been with your team. Well, um, we had our uh, section true team meet on on uh, Tuesday, and that um, that went pretty well for us. Um, there's there's 20 some teams in our section, but only a certain amount of teams actually participate in the true team section meet. Um, so I think there was 14 or 15 teams there on on Tuesday. Our girls finished fourth, and the boys were third. So it was um, it was a it was a good showing for, for for us. I think we're pretty happy with the way with the way you know things went. Obviously, we, you'd like to win, um, but you know I think in our realistic expectations is we were looking to be in the top three for for boys and girls, and you know we were right right there for for that. So. Um, 
you know, we would have, we probably needed a perfect uh, meet, you know, to uh, to come out on top and and asking for you know perfection from every when you're running you know 20 to 25 kids at a meet is 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 pretty tough to do. So, but we had some good performances. We had around 20 personal records for the meet and. Um, you know, a couple of uh, Lauren Grabel had a big personal record in the in the discus of a uh, hundred and hundred and six or so feet, and that put um, that that put her in our uh, record in our school record book for a, a top ten. I think she's uh, seventh, sixth or seventh overall now in the, in the record book for 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 the discus. So always always good to be adding new people to the to the school record book. Yeah, and you know how. Uh... I guess kind of with the last couple of weeks or so, weather's been a little bit kind of here and there, but just to be able to get out into true team and to uh, kind of place yourself against some of the top teams in the area, how uh, how good of a feel test is that kind of for you guys as you uh, get towards the end of the season? Well, it, it's been good. You know, I mean, we, we've, we, that was our fourth meet outdoors and we, our, our, our three previous meets have been pretty local. You know, we were in Sabika and we hosted one here last week. And then the week before that, we were in Pillager. So we saw a lot of teams from the Park Region Conference, which is good, but we haven't seen much of any other teams. So going going into the section true team meet on Tuesday, we knew we were going to be able to see teams like Frazee and Barnesville and Pelican Rapids and Staples and um, you know, that's, that's important, you know, to see how we match up and see how, you know, individually and as a team. And, um, you know, now we can, you know, kind of gives us a good gauge of where, where, what, what some of the other teams are doing and, and what, um, what we think they'll end up doing at the end of the year, um, when it comes to the, you know, state meet qualifying. And, um, so we can kind of make it, make some adjustments or, um, just, just to kind of know where, where some of the other kids in the top competition is sitting. So it was, it was a good day, you know, best day of the week so far in terms of weather. So it was a nice, nice day for, nice day for running and, and, uh, competing outdoors. And you mentioned earlier, you had the opportunity, your teams did to host the track meets and, and that's always fun to be able to get to do that and, and bring everybody to Wadena to kind of show off the track and, and also just get to host and have everybody in front of the fans. And how, how great is it to host that event? Well, it was good. You know, we, it's, it's, it's always nice to be able to get the kids to be able to compete at home. You know, it's nice for the community and the families to be able to come and watch and, you know, it's right in our backyard then. So that was, that was good. Um, and, um, you know, it was kind of a, um, uh, you know, it was kind of like a conference preview because we basically had all of, all of our conference teams there. So it kind of gave us an idea how we match up as a team. Um, you know, when we, we, we actually host the conference next Tuesday, but, um, so it kind of gave us a good gauge of where we're sitting within the conference, boys and girls and, and individually. And, um, you know, and it's just a, it's a fun, it's a fun atmosphere to host, host meets. And when you have a, a lot of home fans and, and things, and that's, um, that, that meet, the, the Sam Kelderman Memorial track meet is a, is an important meet to our, our team and our coaching staff and the kids. So, um, you know, it was fun to, fun to host and, you know, our boys and girls both came out, you know, as, as meet, meet champions. So that's, um, that's another, you know, big, big goal for us every year is to go out and do well at that meet. And you mentioned earlier as well, uh, uh, Gravel getting to her name in the record books. You mentioned it, it's great to get uh, you know different kids being able to put their name in it and keep updating that list. What have you liked from her uh, this season? 
Lauren's been throwing throwing really well. Um, you know, she's stepped up in the in the shot put area as well. You know, discus is as it's kind of been her her favorite thing. And um, you know, generally kids are going to have a favorite event, but you know, we ask them to do do more than that just to to help the team and things. So she's uh, she's done well throwing the shot you know we haven't been able to do discus until we were able to get outdoors so it's just kind of always shot put and things and i know that gets old at times but she's done well and throwing throwing well for us in you know the low 30 foot range and um and then you know breaking 100 feet in the discus this this week was was big so that's it's always good to see kids you know the the, the look on their face when they know they they're going into the record book so that's uh, that's fun and over on the boys' side too, uh, who whether it's uh, whether it's a group in a relay or whether it's uh, somebody in their race or their event, uh, who's been somebody who's really impressed you the last couple weeks? Well, I'd say you know our distance our distance kids really had a big big meet for us on Tuesday. You know we've had great success all year from guys like Brady Domeyer and Charlie Bushinger and and uh, Matt Pugsley. Um, but um, you know Bjorn Brunsberg and and Lane Hafes have had a, had had a big meet and they they scored a lot of points for us on um, on Tuesday. So they both had some 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 nice races in the mile and um, Lane ran well in the two mile and and Bjorn ran well in the eight hundred as well. And they also uh, you know jump jump on the four, on our um, four by four relay at the end and 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 help there too. So. Um, it's it's been good to you know see those guys develop and you know last year was actually Bjorn's first year out for track and he's always been a cross country runner but um, yeah, you know him him joining the team was a was a big a big jump for our distance crew and and this year is he's taken even you know bigger steps and uh, and you know just his overall um, you know motivation to try different events has been good too so he's been you know a little more open minded this season and and that's been important to our you know team successes. And you mentioned that just uh, going from cross country and running track this spring and just, I mean, the obvious differences of, you know, the cross country races and the different terrains and whatnot, but just in the preparation and how you coach, is there any difference between the two or how, how, how are they different? Well, cross, I I don't cross, I don't coach cross country, but you know, cross country is going to be a 5k every race. So it's more, you know, it's, definitely a distance uh you know distance oriented you know sport so it relates more to our distance runners in track and field but we have plenty of kids that uh that do both that aren't necessarily distance runners so you know it's still a good um it's a good activity and good good thing for kids to be doing to you know stay busy and stay in shape and you know we have plenty of sprinters who you know some of our best sprinters you know over the years have been have been cross country kids and and found good success there as well so it's just another um another good activity for kids to to be involved in and you know it helps, um, helps keep them in shape and um um you know gives them uh, another opportunity to compete and coach now as we get towards the end of the year you know true team uh, like you said, it was just uh, this past week. What's that timeline now for you guys as you uh, get towards the end of the year, just in uh, kind of the meets you have coming up and just how you're getting everybody ready? Well, we uh, we host the Park Region Conference Championship meet on Tuesday. 
so that'll be um you know that'll be a big big meet for us you know as a as a team we've um we both the boys and the girls were conference champions as teams last year so we'd like to uh like to go in and and see what we can do do in that meet on Tuesday and then from there we'll we'll we ho- um well we don't host but we have the uh, subsection meet which is a qualifying meet to get to the section meet so and that'll be in Pillager on the 26th I think so that's um those are the two big ones coming up you know we're kind of a more team oriented for for conference looking out try to score as many points as we can and then after that, we kind of start narrowing things down individually and looking at, you know, how do kids qualify to get to the section or, or you know, the big picture for some of the kids is how are we going to try to get, you know, to the state meet. So we'll look at things and try to see what our best opportunities will be, whether it's individually or on a relay or um, maybe more than one event individually. So, but we've got we've got some kids that are definitely going to are definitely you know in. Um, in line to to have some good opportunities to to qualify for state and then you know some of these younger kids it's just a big accomplishment to get to the section so kind of look at that on an individual basis for each kid and and group and and go from there talking with Wadena Deer Creek head track and field coach Mark Reynolds coach thanks for taking the time to to talk about your program and all the cool stuff they have going on and we'll chat at you next week after like you said a big meet coming up on Tuesday yep sounds good thank you That'll wrap up our show for today. If you missed any of it, you can check it all on WadenaRadio.com. Until next week, I'm CJ Baumgartner for Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. We'll see you next time. Did you know 77% of women who wear bladder weakness products experience intimate skin irritation? As if having incontinence wasn't stressful enough. But Tenna Intimate Pads have been gynecologist tested and do not cause skin irritation. Gentle on my intimate skin. I need to try Tenna Intimate Pads. Visit TennaSample.com for your free sample. Kind to skin protects like Tenna.